Hey, welcome back, Panther fans. My name is David Brown here with uh, Ryan Graham. Hey, y'all. And this is State of Atlanta. Got a little confused there. I don't know. I, I freaked you know, out. So, do you remember the loud noise that happened right before the the um, we went live? Before we went on, yeah. Yeah. So my other computer was offline and like went offline, and I was like, "Oh shit." I just ruined the internet, like right when we went. So, so I actually stood up and like looked around at stuff while in between, and had just sat back down when we actually went live. <laughs> I feel like we've had after a long string of really kind of getting this down to being our staple thing of uh, starting the show with the little intro and the cracking of the beers. We've really failed for the past two months at this. Really, hey, we did all mostly right. Mostly it's today. me. Just given mostly it's me. <laughs> we did we did okay i just uh was super awkward about it yeah yeah well how you doing man how was your week oh uh, mostly good i i thought today was wednesday but i guess i didn't have a hangover so it, yeah that should have been my first cue <laughs> yeah yeah uh, out sick on wednesdays should be uh the tagline of our show <laughs> <laughs> write it down title <laughs> in, in, in late on uh put it in the private chat uh in late on wednesdays or something like that so yeah cool awesome man well we got some uh, big news i kind of teased it a little bit on the social media i'm pretty excited about it uh you already know the whole thing but we're doing our very first uh big time event as state of atlanta i'm pretty what, excited what? Uh, i'm calling it uh state of atlanta invades auburn we got a 56 person chartered bus that's going to be heading from Atlanta to Auburn for the game on game day, which makes it even more convenient for everybody. And then, <laughs> uh, and then come back afterwards. We've got some sponsors lined up for some uh, booze to be provided on the bus ride. Bus got Wi-Fi. It's got restrooms, which is very important when you're going to have 56 people probably slamming beer for the two-hour drive it gets down to, to Auburn. But I'm pretty excited yeah, about I it. I enjoyed think? drinking all of the beers. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, should I bring the charcuterie board? board? Is that is that my job? <laughs> yes, definitely a charcuterie board. Uh, try, to, try to keep any kind of like knives or sharp objects away. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> right it's a, it's, hits the brakes, the board goes flying. Mac gets stabbed in the eye with a, a an olive fork, <laughs> and then we're uh, screwed. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I um, I you know the thing is is um not having to drive down there and drive back is worth a lot of money to me because uh, <laughs> otherwise yeah. i'd just be like you know buying a hotel down there exactly that was my thought process i wanted to do this last year for alabama but then they forfeited the game and so we couldn't do it and so i had to wait around for auburn this year i want to make this an annual thing i was looking at our future schedules it works out well because next year there's south carolina after that charlotte we got Tech at home would be the out-of-conference game that we'd go to, but I don't need to get a bus for that. Maybe we go to a uh, in-conference game for that. And there's Vandy in 2025, so there's a lot of opportunities to keep this going every year if that goes well, and I think it will. So uh, yeah, I uh, pretty excited. And tickets are on sale at I think I, I created a little thing for that. Tickers, tickets are on sale at um, uh, Auburn.stateofatlanta.com. They're doing early bird pricing. I think they're like 55 bucks right now up until July 6th. If you're a Patreon member, all of our Patreon members are getting 10 bucks off the entire time. Uh, so that to consider joining Patreon to save some money there and obviously you get all the other discounts and future events and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, um, so that's the, the big announcement. 
and that's and also we're gonna do uh, our little free ship code is gonna be road trip this week as well. So road nice. trip, you get some free uh, free shipping on our merch at merch.stateofatlanta.com, and there are a bunch of flies in here right now, so I'm probably gonna be waving my hand across <laughs> my face the entire time. So um, yeah, that's big news. Road trip to yeah, I'm, I'm Auburn, super psyched, September, man. September 25th, there and back same day. I haven't got all the logistics figured out yet, but we'll pick up somewhere around the stadium, drop off somewhere around the stadium, and then uh, return here uh, uh, as soon as the game's over. We don't have a game time yet. That's that's the hardest thing to plan when you're trying to charter a bus somewhere and you're like, like, all right, what times? I'm like, I don't know. The game could be sometime around uh, 11 a.m. Central time and like 7 p.m. Central time. I don't know. Yeah, Something anywhere around between there. noon and so, eight. <laughs> so we have, a, we, have a, we have a driver for 15 hours and uh, we'll just have to adjust as we get closer to it. But uh, yeah, so uh, more details coming um, as we get closer to the whole thing, but want to go ahead and get it out there. So check it out, auburn.stateofatlanta.com for your tickets. That has to be all a pretty right. common problem though, right? For this kind of thing. You know, I mean, I guess this isn't all people rent buses for, but I would imagine there's a, a lot of people who rent buses for similar type things and, and there's not a lot of, you know, you don't know what exactly what time. Right. Yeah. The guy seemed kind of understanding about it. He asked about kickoff time and I told him, he's like, that's fine. We'll just, you know, as soon as you know what it is, then we'll just readjust the contract and get it set up. I'm like, cool. I won't know until like maybe like seven to 10 days beforehand. So let's nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. That's all right. It's That's all cool. Good. I remember it's taking the, taking the uh, GSU bus down to uh, Orlando for Western Kentucky and how much fun that was just, just being able to like party on the bus the whole way down and sleep on the bus the whole way home. <laughs> yeah. I did the same thing. There was a bus that went down to the Auburn basketball game a few years ago. And that's exactly what it was. I mean, just hooting and holler and, party all the way down and then on the way back i was still ready to go and everyone was just passing out so i just i drank silently alone as i'm as i'm prone to do <laughs> cried a little yeah because we lost the game it was such a bummer he couldn't even drink during it so mm. i think he couldn't drink during i don't know if he could drink during or not i can't remember i probably shouldn't have either way but drink beer and what yeah absolutely. in the bus well during the game i can't remember if they sold alcohol at the stadium <clears throat> oh yeah all right, well, on to some uh, some Georgia State stuff. What do you want to talk about? Um, I I don't know, man. You know, I don't I don't ever come up with anything. Well, you did send over something today that makes sense to talk about since it's going to be the big college football news or college sports news on Thursday, most likely. Looks like NCAA is going to vote to approve the name, image, likeness likeness deals, so college kids can start making uh, money off their. Uh, their look. We're not their kids thing, anymore, which... David. They're 18 and up, usually. Yeah, but we always refer to them as kids, don't we? Uh, only when we, we want people to um, to take their side on whatever we're talking about. We say grown yeah. men. We talk about the, how they're men when we want when we want to paint them as, uh, you know, less, um, I don't know, like uh, when we want to argue against them. They're men when they're going into battle on the gridiron. Yeah. But they're, uh, but they're kids when they want to, you know, go to a school because a girlfriend goes there or whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I guess kind of kids when they're in recruiting and then men, when they actually show up for yeah. uh, practice. Yeah. Um, well, I I, it's like before. when you're arguing for their sake for something. So like with this, with the name image license, be like, come on, man, kids should really just be able to make money off of their own name. You know, we wouldn't say like men should We'd say kids. Right. 
Yeah. I guess you can kind of, yeah, I never thought about it before. I don't think about a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, I think about that kind of stuff all the time. It's weird. <laughs> One of the things that you so you sent an article over, and I'll post links to it in the description, but it's just a, a UGA post because we know where your fandom really lies. And well, uh, hey, come on now. That, that showed up <laughs> in my Georgia State feed for whatever reason. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know why, uh, but I don't have a Georgia feed set up. I have a Georgia State feed set up. Right. All right. Yeah. You know, yeah, a lot of uh, cross-pollination, that kind of stuff. One of the things <clears> that said in the article was, so this is just an interim-type deal that NCAA has going across. They're waiting for the, the federal government to kind of come, come across man. with a, come on, just own Just up make a policy it. and live with it. Like, just, own, just stand by it. I guess what they're trying to do is keep from going back to court again because they came up with something that not everyone was down with and want the feds to do it. But can we keep the feds out of something? Just, I yeah, don't, they don't want it to be their decision. They want they want it to be the Fed's decision. And they say, you know, the excuse they gave was um, because like states are feeling pressure to to be on a level playing field, and so they're passing it just because other states are passing it. And it's like, okay, well, like one state shouldn't have to pass anything like this. But also, like right. if they don't pass it, they're not as competitive, and like that's just gonna be the game now. And you know, like that that's fine. Well, I thought it's kind of cool. They said the NCAA stuff that's going through is if you are in a state, if your college is in a state that does not have a name, image, and likeness uh, policy or rule or law, or whatever, then the NCAA won't, you know, fine you or have any kind of rules against it. So, right. I'm like, so, so what do we need the law for? <laughs> and that, that's exactly your point. Is we don't need the law. The NCAA had this restriction themselves, right? And I guess by all these states passing these laws, it was kind of like telling them instantly they couldn't do this, which I don't know how that fits into your libertarian box of being complaining about what the government can or can't do. These damn flies. Yes, you do. Uh, you know exactly where it goes in that box. That neither one of them, neither one of them should have ever put, been putting restrictions on anything. Well, NCAA, I think, has every right to put restrictions on it. Uh, and I, I wouldn't complain about their ability to do so. I just don't think it's right except for the NCAA is endorsed by the public universities that our tax dollars pay for. Yeah. Just like everything, there are shades of uh, gray. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that we, there's been a lot of talk about this. Uh, do you think this helps or hurts the P fives or G fives or like any very, I mean, obviously it's going to help the kids, the, the men, the grown adults, the, the, the senior citizens out there playing football. But do you think that it, is better or worse for one subcategory or another? Yeah, I don't know. We're, we're going to find out as soon as Thursday, though. That article mentioned um, a company that was already trying to reach out to three different athletes for UGA. And, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know who's going to reach out to the Georgia State athletes, but I imagine there might be, you know, one or more that, that are well, hearing that, from that, people on Thursday. Well, that company that's reaching out to those kids in Athens is based here in Atlanta, so you figure they could at least uh, – and take a little martyr ride down to this campus and see if they could talk to the to our guys. Now, yeah, Ben says, has said multiple times that we're ready for it. That I don't know if he means we, the university, or we, the program, or what, but he says we're ready for it. So I don't know if we'll hear about some deals coming out from our athletes as well on Thursday. But I tend to think that it could be a positive thing for the G5 contenders out there. I think that. You know, when you're competing for these four-star kids that, you know, yeah, you sure you can go to a big program 
and ride the bench for three or four years, play your last year, hope to get in the NFL, or you can come to a quote unquote smaller program, have your name out there, be the starter at your position for four or five years, use whatever your branding, if you're talented in that way, or you sign a good deal with a company that can promote you really well, you get, you stand a chance to make a lot of money uh, that you would not get in the P5 program, the, big, the bigger program. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned branding and that, that sort of sparked something you read the article. So you saw it too, but uh, the quarterback from, I, I, I forget where it was, but um, he had, some, yeah, I think it was Wisconsin has own logo and like had a pretty flashy little promo video going for himself, which makes me think, you know, he didn't do it. He had hired a company to promote him for just for Thursday, you know? Of course, of course, of course. That'd be kind of interesting. Social media may be a lot of fun on Thursdays, following along and seeing who's out there doing what. And, you know, there's going to be somebody out there that thinks they're putting out some high quality stuff and it's actually like hot garbage. Like it's like the Rebecca Black Friday video where her mom thought she was going to make her kid the next pop star. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Well, the good news for um, for, for the – uh, trash down south is um, they don't really have internet down there, so it's it's not going to be easy for them to put out that garbage. Yeah, I would not expect to see anything from trash down south players until Friday or Saturday because the upload speeds on dial up are very, <laughs> just very slow. Takes a while, yeah. So I just don't know if they'll be able to get there. Probably be some misconnections or something. It'd probably be jittery at best. <clears throat> yeah, but but I mean, I, I think it'd be really interesting uh, to see how it plays out. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot uh, next week and really just the coming weeks, but. Um, if there's any Georgia State athletes that want to use us to promote themselves, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I got like five dollars. <laughs> exactly. Not true pity. <laughs> Not true pity. <laughs> That's what I should have made the Patreon page. I should have made it three fifty a month. So we can always say three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Not true fitty. Not true fitty. All right, well, let's get into some Georgia State stuff. Uh, there was uh, a really cool article that came out from some blog corn sports uh breaking down to a 2021 preview of georgia state i'm not sure if you saw this one or not ryan i didn't i i actually rely on you guys heavily to text me things like this yeah i don't know i think that was a thread on panther talk but uh it's a pretty good article i have a hard time believing the guy too much because he spells offense and defense with a c and if you don't know how to spell those words like we do in america then you probably don't know what the hell you're talking about when it comes to american football but, well, the uh, good news for that person is there is not American football over there, and so um, they probably are still following. I mean, you can only follow football from us, so they exactly, probably do know exactly. about it. It was a pretty good run. You know, we've complained so many times about uh, Georgia State you know, uh, articles being written by the national people, and they obviously pay no attention to what's going on. They most of the time confuse <laughs> our mascots with Southern and crap like that, but um, – this was actually a pretty well-written article. I thought it was really good. Uh, he wasn't all praising Georgia State, but he kind of wrote out how, I guess the premise of his article was, you know, you've got the the elites of the Sun Belt, and then it's who's going to be the next team that could rise to be another elite Sun Belt team. And he kind of ignored all the programs that have new coaches starting this season. Uh, you said Southern's in, is in disarray. I pretty much said that that leads to Georgia State. Then he, then he tries to uh, talk about why he thinks Georgia State has the chance to take that step. And one of the this, and I'll put the link to the article in the description. But I, thought, I, I liked his angle with the whole thing. He's like, I'm not saying Georgia State is going to take that next step this year, 
they're going to take a step at some point. It could be this year. Uh, they yeah. think that they they said it's pretty much impossible this season, but you know nothing's impossible when it comes. to They talk about how so many times Georgia State's been on the cusp of breaking through and just the, the quality of the team, the quality of the players, the talent has been there. And then for whatever reason, the ball doesn't bounce our way like last year with the two losses to App State and to Lafayette with uh, both one-score games. Overtime yeah. with Lafayette, who was ranked number 19 at the time, and having a lead against App until the last five minutes of the game. So it was kind of yeah. cool. One thing, one of the things he, he pointed out that I had not even realized the stat, because I don't pay attention to stats, but was talking about two-score losses, two touchdown losses in Coach Elliott's tenure with Georgia State. State. Uh, he comes in the first year, 2017. We get four losses by two or more touchdowns. 2018, eight of our losses were by two or more. And then, but 2019 down to five. And then last year, just one, just that coastal game was the only one we had by two or more scores. <laughs> Which was a weird outlier. A very weird outlier. So, I mean, I think that definitely shows a progression of balancing out the program with getting the offense and the defense together and being able to both work. He even says something along the lines of it's one of the schools that's been consistently improving the offense and defense in both seasons. So I thought it was a, a pretty cool article. He said it could be a, a top 25 caliber team that no one will ever find out about because of how difficult the East is in the Sun Belt. Well, I, that's what I've noticed. The, the consistent thing is everyone seems to be pretty darn high on our team. Um, but everyone also keeps looking at our schedule being like, but there's no way in hell I make it through the schedule looking good, you know, just because we have a, 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 like our schedule is just like maybe one of the most difficult comparatively in the country. Yeah, yeah, the, the schedule is incredibly difficult. And if you, if you just looked at the schedule and you didn't know the dates of anything, you just saw the teams were playing, you're like, man, that's a tough schedule. And then you look at that, like that nightmare in November. That sounds good. Nightmare in November. Uh, write that one down. Nightmare in November, where we have those three road games. <laughs> I'm not writing at, these things down for you, man. You keep telling me to write things down. Hey, Tim's not here, so I need someone to write it down. Or so I need someone to not write it down, but I can tell to write it down, too. Oh, boy. Uh, where we have, was it? Uh, I think it's Lafayette, App, and uh, the Trash Down South. All all road games, three weeks in a row. That That's just brutal. I, the Sun Belt, once again, I got complained about their scheduling all the time. It's absolutely a brutal schedule to end the season that way. I think we, I think we start with, uh, with Southern. Maybe it's Coastal. I don't know. We just got to win. That's all. That's all I care about. Yeah. We just got to win. Well, and, and that's basically what the kind of article is kind of saying. is like, you know, if, if this team can figure out a way to beat these uh, uh, these teams, yeah, apps at home, Alexa says. Uh, <clears throat> so it's going to be Lafayette, uh, Coastal, and Trash Down South. <laughs> Uh, you know, if we can find a way to, you know, win out or win these games, but with the ball to bounce our way, this is going to be a an awesome, an awesome season for the for the Panthers. I mean, finally, show some people what we've known is back there, capable of doing total potential all the time. Finally, that's right. potential. This is how you get ranked and get national attention is by playing a really tough schedule and winning. So, um, it's everything you got to do. You don't want to just play a bunch of cupcakes. So, you know, I'm 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 a little bit like antsy about it, but like, you know. It's, it's a good thing. I go back and forth. I, I get these high expectations. I think I've told you guys before that I as I say you guys. Tim's not here, obviously. <laughs> he's he's out uh, doing something in San Francisco. Uh, I assume work-related, but who knows with that guy. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I, 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 yeah, I forgot what I was saying. I was like, talk, talking to you guys about all this crap. I've got no idea. I, yeah, I don't know what I, you're I, saying. I should, I, I should not have tried to be funny. That's my problem. I should <laughs> not have tried to be funny. And then, yeah, he's probably yeah. watching anyway. He always is. Yeah, he always. I haven't even took the comments yet. He's, he's probably in there. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Dramatic, What's up, man? Dram- dramatic pause. Dramatic yeah, pause. You got so, you got all flustered. You're. <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, I, like I, I really wanted to say I wanted to say something, and I can't remember what it was. I'm sure. It's all right. Was, we might get back to it. It's all good. Incre- incredibly insightful. But all right, another article. This is what I know you you saw. It was the underdog dynasty uh, previewing Georgia State's 2021 non-conference schedule, and I used to dog on underdog dynasty for barely knowing who the hell we were. This was a great article. It yeah. was fun. It was fun. It's like they go through the four games and pretty much talk about the ways to win. And I don't mean ways to win as far as like, you know, what kind of offense or defense to run, but like what it's going to take to win the game for all four. And by the time you finish reading it, you're kind of like, I think we can win all four of these games. I think there, there's, there's a chance. I was surprised to see something so positive. Well, what I what I thought was weird is they sort of went the other way uh, from us and said that, you know, North Carolina is like this winnable game and 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 they just sort of brush over the fact that their entire offensive and defensive line are are, are back or not entire but a lot of them, um, saying that you know it's their skill positions that they they flipped, um, and and I'm like, well that man, you, they even admit that that those are the easier ones to replace the skill positions, you know? right? Uh, and it's like, yeah, it, UNC's not looking good. And then they, they talk about Auburn as, like, the hardest game on our schedule. And I'm like, I think I think you're wrong. I think UNC is the hardest game on our schedule. Right. We've been saying that, I mean, this entire offseason is that how we expected, when, this, when these schedules were built, we expected UNC to be the potential P5 upset and then Auburn to be the, let's get out of there without getting too many injuries. And now we think Auburn may be the one we have a shot against compared to UNC. But he did make some good points. Uh, Zeke. Palermo, a uh, new guy. I, I checked it out. New guy writing for Underdog Dynasty. Uh, he's covering Georgia State and uh, the trash down south. Uh, so that sucks to be him. But uh, he uh, talking about the uh, UNC drop, losing the, the five players in the NFL, losing the skill position players. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I did feel like he left me feeling like we have a much better shot about against UNC than I feel like going into it so i feel i feel a lot better about it just knowing a little bit a little bit more it wasn't a lot yeah i'm cynical at this point it made me uh question his ability to figure out who's gonna win what game if he said we haven't you know i think i think it's a very long shot to win that game any given saturday but it's a long shot well he well he did say basically his like ways to win for georgia state was it's not it really has nothing to do with what georgia state does in his way to win it was uh, should UNC in week two not figure out who their star players are because they've not replaced those skill positions, then maybe maybe they stutter and we can capitalize on that. That's the way to win, according to him. And I'm like, all right, I can see that happening. I like that. Kind of knock him in the face. I don't think early he's on. ever seen. I don't think he's ever seen our team play against a backup quarterback. <laughs> or any Atlanta team playing against a backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's nuts. It, it, it's actually it's crazy how good backup quarterbacks have looked against us. It's insane. There's no way that like the law of averages is we're doing something. Something we're doing is making <laughs> the backup quarterbacks better. 
<laughs> well, maybe that's maybe that's coaching. Maybe coaches don't have any film on these back quarterbacks and don't know how to drop a game plan, don't know how to adjust during the game. Maybe. I don't know. Those those are all words I've said. I've heard other people say before. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about football here. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but before before UNC, we have Army. He talks about that, and it's basically this one is no brainer. It stopped the run. Army's a running, a running team, stopped the run. He talks about how, yeah, they were fourth in rushing last year, but we were third in rush defense last yep. year. So I, I, especially with this being the first game of the season, I see no reason why our rush defense does not just carry over from last year and we're able to handle Army. And he even notes uh, it'd be a huge win to start the season, and I, and I agree. Uh, beating Army to set the stage of the season would be great for Florida State. Well, I think we're missing a major piece on defense with the kid that went to South Carolina. Yeah, uh, Jordan Strachan. Strahan. Strahan. Yeah, but if you look at some of the other stats of other players, we had some, some guys that uh, were also getting those sacks and putting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, maybe somebody steps up. Let's hope they do. Well, And, you uh, know, I always like to say it's a team sport, so it's not like he's going to be – the linchpin you know there were uh, other good players also playing on that defense he didn't even play every snap so exactly exactly now to the charlotte game the charlotte write-up was my favorite write-up because he pretty much threw shade the entire time and it was fantastic i think he uh, starts off with the charlotte one saying um while still a d1 conference conference usa is distinctly lower tier of football than the sun belt his key to win was effectively show up yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean the Panthers can take a week off. No, no, he, and he says that as well. It's like you know, you, you got to play the game. You know, that's that's why you do it. And everything, but even says uh, they have a handful of talent. Charlotte has a handful of talented players, but State's roster is better in every aspect. And that Ooh. kind of stuff, that is kind of gives me chills. I love hearing that kind of crap, man. Just yeah. inject it directly from my veins. Especially from people who are Southern fans. Yeah, when when uh when Tim said he wasn't going to be here, I started preparing for this episode. I was like, maybe I'll get Zeke on the show. I want I want to hear more about what he has to say about Georgia State. I'm digging <laughs> it. I'm digging it. He's more positive than I am in general. So why didn't you do that? Did you did you try? Eh, I wanted to talk about the road trip stuff a lot more. Uh, well, we could have done that too. That's true. <laughs> All right. True. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, and then, so then finally, the Auburn game, the road trip game uh, that uh, you know, we'll all be going to. Uh, basically, the key to the win with this one was if the quarterback doesn't. So, Bo Nix is their starting quarterback. He's not living up to the hype. If they decide to make a quarterback change against uh, that week against us, then that's maybe our chance to win because we have you know a fresh guy. To your point, backup quarterbacks have been our Achilles heel. But that was his way that we could win that game. And I looked at their schedule. This, this is we are the definition of a trap game for them. So they, they, oh, yeah. they have, they host Akron, they host Alabama State. Those in in Auburn's worst year, those should be two easy wins for them. They're at Penn State. Let's assume, let's give them benefit of the doubt. They they win at Penn State. The week after us, they're at LSU. Every single coach and every single player, I don't care what they say on national media, is going to be overlooking Georgia State and be focusing on LSU. So this definitely has the the chance to be an ultimate trap game. And I want us to capitalize on that as much as possible. I don't necessarily think they're going to overlook us because 
the thing is, is everybody's calling it a trap game and everybody's saying look what they did to Tennessee and I think that uh, the coaches are going to be able to focus in on us with the players by saying, look at what they did at Tennessee. And I think that'll make a lot of players like, you know, sit upright and, and actually take it seriously. Do you think so? Do you, this is where we call them kids. Do you think these kids are really going to care about uh, what they're saying? Like, yeah, that was just Tennessee. They suck already. They're not very good to begin with. No, I don't, I don't think they're going to say that. I think they have a lot of respect for, I, I think they see that as a peer peer program, you know, and that, uh, if we what, can do it there, we can do it anywhere. Are you living in the 90s or something? Or is Peyton Manning still playing for Tennessee? When, when have still, they been man, Tennessee is still recruits at a high level. They they have all the pieces they need to be a good program. They just haven't done anything with it. Then, then they open their season with a loss at home to Georgia State. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. we're the dominant program now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they should they should be better than they are, than they have been even. So it's whatever. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I just think it looks like the, a great chance. If everything plays out the way that this article uh, reads, then which is obviously just like, you know, almost like a, a lottery win at this point. I think it's a chance that it could be a, a fun game. And, you know, we'll, we'll show up in our bus and we'll, we will not be sleeping on the way back to Atlanta because we'll be partying having beaten Auburn. Wouldn't that be a fun bus right home? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's gonna have to like uh, Uber from the bus ride back to their house because they're gonna be too drunk from the drive home. <laughs> oh wait, do we know <laughs> no where the bus is so... picking us up and dropping us off at the stadium? Uh, so right. I'm. Uh, I'm working. Uh, I've talked to Georgia State and I've talked to Summerhill and trying to get to be one of the parking lots uh, cool. over there. So I've got nothing locked down yet, but I'm working on that. Yeah. So I'll be Uber uh, from apparently, there. Apparently, Auburn is way more responsive to me than my own university and my my neighborhoods are because I've not heard back from Georgia State or um, or Summerhill, but I have heard back from Auburn about where we're going to be parking and we're going to be like uh, a, a half mile walk to the stadium. But there's also the Tiger Shuttle that will drive us up from the, the drop off point straight to the. Oh, stadium. really? Rad. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that'd be good. Do they have like a standard uh, drop-off spot? Like all the buses that come in drop off at the same place? They're, well, so we would be in the RV lot, and uh, uh, and the the Tiger Shuttle just makes this little lap around the, the little downtown Auburn area. So the, the RV lot has a shuttle drop-off spot that goes right up to the stadium. It looks like so sweet. I feel like, I feel it's a point seven mile walk. I feel like a lot of us will end up just walking, like getting a couple of roadies. And walking yeah, to the that's stadium. not that bad. Have you ever been to Auburn? I haven't. I haven't. I, I went down there for that basketball game that one time, but the oh, okay. the but the bus dropped us off at their little bar district, and we had a few drinks, and then uh, the bus picked us back up, and we went to the the basketball arena. And that's what I wanted to do with the our road trip bus. Was I wanted to have it drop down over there, and I just got nervous about after the game getting people to pick back up at a lot they had not been at because I'd still have to park yeah. the bus at the same place. Yeah. And I'm like, how about all these drunk fools are going back to the place they came from? There's a better shot I, of getting You, you made the right there. decision. Yeah, yeah. you were yeah. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Uh, what else do we want to talk about, man? I don't know. I don't. I don't ever have a ton of stuff. I, I, I sent you one article and even let you present it. So... <laughs> I say let. 
I've got a few. I've, I've got a few. I definitely have a few things for um, for last call, but uh, yeah, I'll keep everything at like thirty-two minutes. Is pretty short. We'll be like a third shorter, which uh, you know makes sense. Well, we got you know we do have a question here uh, from uh, Julian watching uh, on the, the live stream here. Which P five games you're most excited about? I'm curious if you mean this season, UNC and Auburn. Or if you mean Georgia like upcoming and in, in future schedules, because yeah, future schedules, Georgia Tech's got to be the answer, right? I mean, yeah, do we call are they are they considered P five still, or are they like P five light? Oh, like, womp womp. Yeah, no, they're P five. Yeah, it's a conference no, yeah, distinction. If it's all future schedules, then Georgia Tech by far is um, my favorite. We're most excited about. If it is this season, then Auburn. I want to go to Auburn. It's a close trip. I want to do the road trip. I want to have the, the big party. <clears throat> I still I think with, with Georgia Tech, we should have like a parade from our campus to their campus. Yeah, that's that's what I've thought about talked about before we even scheduled the game. Is basically just like have like a parade, like a, a, a tailgate parade where everyone yeah. shows up at Georgia State campus for a couple of hours, and you do your traditional tailgate stuff. You drink your beer, you cook your burgers, you eat your hot dogs, and then at some point. Everyone says it's time to go, and we just walk down uh, the street. Or, hell, when I was thinking about it is when we were uh, playing the Georgia Dome. But anyhow, get our route set up and just walk our way up to Georgia Tech's campus. Walk straight into Bobby Dodd. Walk out the W. Go back to our tailgates. Have a good old day. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they do, and for homecoming, they already do a, a parade with like golf a golf cart parade. So we know there's like a stockpile of golf carts somewhere that we can do this with. We need to get like a our own little uh, Model T Ford or whatever the hell the Ramblin' Wreck is, and like soup it up, do it like Atlanta style. Get some flames on the side, get some like some, some booming speakers in there, some neon lights underneath it. Like just, do it. just like deck it out, like let let the Dungeon family just just uh, deck it out with however they want. Just be like, yeah. man, you guys just do anything you want. ATL style, uh, yeah. That's uh, right. My Model T, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, is it a Model T? I've got no idea what that car is. I don't know. Who cares? Yeah, ours will be. There was one other thing that I don't, I don't even where I put it in my notes here, but there was something I wanted to talk about because I'm annoyed. Uh, where I put it? There it is. <clears throat> South Alabama is getting their own beer to be served in their football and basketball stadiums, and they partnered with some brewery down in you know Mobile, whatever. No, we talked about this before. Apparently. President Becker asked Charlie for this back when we were like playing in Oregon or something, and we still don't have a beer. We have Eventide right there uh, in the Summer Hill. We've got Halfway Crooks right next door to the stadium. What we a have, cop like, out! If Mark, if Mark Becker really wanted it, he could have just done it without asking Charlie. Yeah, maybe the story is not true, but yeah. I so they're getting Mark their Becker. own beer. They asked for on social media. They asked for name suggestions of the new beer, and there really wasn't a lot of them. Uh, they get about as much social media exposure as we do, and and, and they're a full-on university. But uh, so I came up with a couple of so are we here? No, I mean, I mean, this is like the South Alabama account, not like oh, as fan, we do, not I, so we said we. I thought you meant Georgia State, and I was like, no, what? no, no, no. <laughs> no, we would have got a lot better responses, a lot better. Yeah, responses. okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I don't, so, I don't understand. So these aren't, these names aren't very good, but uh, this is what I came up with for beer name for South Alabama uh, branded beer, uh, Safety School. 
Oof. Yeah. Rough. Um, Rough. Uh, coastal Alabama. Oh, boy. Which I kind of think that's what I want to call them now. I sort of call them Coastal, coastal Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> they, might, they might consider that a, um, a compliment because I know, I know yeah. Coastal is like your biggest rival at this point. But like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what what, what, one of the beer names that came up with was Bama Light, but I feel like that, that that's actually too complimentary to them. So I came up with yeah. couldn't get into Bama, couldn't get into Bama as a name. Or Same Auburn as safety dropout. school, right? Yeah. Yeah. Auburn dropout is a beer name. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the rest are really, really bad. So I'm not going to talk about They're worse than those. Yeah, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're really bad. They're really bad. So, uh, all right. But I do have a couple of uh, uh, last call topics that I want to talk about. And what would we name a beer? What we've, Have we talked about that before? I don't even. I feel like it sounds familiar, but um, you know, I'm usually pretty drunk. Yeah, I know we talked about we want to have a beer. There was um, crap. Not now you put me on a spot. I can't even think of anything. There was something. Well, blue, that's fine. Blue, I'm sorry. Blue something I wanted to do. Uh, Panther Pilsner. With that. That's easy. Yeah, some alliteration. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I don't know. I I can only think of blue and white because that's the bar name. <laughs> exactly the blue and white there's sorry the blue and the white i think is what i want to call. i don't remember i don't remember so uh yeah, yeah. anyhow we can call it quits and head on over to um the last call talk about a few other things and uh yeah have a little more cool. fun candidly so yes once again we have our first big event uh save atlanta invades auburn on september 25th bus trip leaving from atlanta to auburn and back same day Go to auburn.stateofatlanta.com to get your tickets. Tickets just for the bus ride. I haven't got tickets to the game yet. We'll have to figure out tickets to the game. We don't have those figured out yet. But uh, 55 bucks until July 6th. It goes up. After that, as a standard pricing, you get 10 bucks off if you are a Patreon member. So consider joining our Patreon. Patreon.com slash stateofatlanta. Three bucks a month. Uh, you get access to our discounts. Uh, merchandise and events like this as well as a private group chat and early access to the last call which we're hopping on soon now so uh thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week bye y'all that's it for us this week thank you for listening please follow us on twitter at state of atlanta or on facebook at facebook.com slash state of atlanta and if you enjoy what you're listening to please rate and review us on your podcast app thank you very much and go panthers